Good morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes and does. Welcome to another anticlimactic edition of Noir Nope. It is Sunday, February 3rd. Obviously, it's a Super Bowl. Obviously, I'm not watching. Obviously, I never watched, but I have more ammunition to not watch it this year due to the whole, you know, Colin, Colin Kaepernick racism in the NFL industry, etc, etc. But again, it's Sunday, it's sipping Sunday. So whatever you're sipping on today, I hope you're enjoying it. I'm not having any alcoholic beverage, nor am I having any tea. I switched it up. I'm having strawberry almond milk, like a good, amazingly adulting 34 year old. It's, it's amazing. I don't know. I love strawberry milk. It's weird. It's one of those nostalgic things. It's like, a food that you eat that reminds you of your childhood or just gives you a little bit more comfort because you need comfort in these trying times. I mean, have you watched the news lately? I try not to too much because I already have my own depression and anxiety issues, but you know, you have to be informed, just a little bit informed. Um, yeah, so hope everyone's enjoying your Sunday thus far. It is late. It's not late. I mean, it's like eight o'clock, but it's later than I wanted to actually do this podcast, but better late than never. Um, just going to get into some things right now. Recently, and by recently, I mean, in the last few hours, I was made aware via the Instagrams that 21 Savage, your favorite mumble rapper, is not a citizen of the United States of America. Apparently, and I didn't read up on this too much because it was just baffling and I'm not a huge 21 Savage fan. Hopefully I didn't offend anybody by saying that, but um, apparently when he was 14 or 15, um, his visa expired and he is... So here's the thing. A lot of people or a few people are saying that he is from Britain, like Great Britain or whatever. But there are a couple of people that saying, no, he's not from Britain. He's actually from Dominica, which is a, uh, how can I put this? It's a territory of Great Britain. So it's an actual West Indian island, but it's not, it's kind of like Puerto Rico is a territory of United States and Dominica is a territory of, you know, Great Britain or whatever. So Apparently, he's been just chilling here in the United States for the past, I don't know how old he is. He's like early mid-20s, but he's been chilling here just the whole time. Questions. Um, How did he get a passport? You know, because I believe he left the country a couple of times to perform or just for leisurely purposes. So how did that happen? How did that go over their head? Um, kids, he apparently has three. What happens there? Because there are talks of deporting him. And I don't really know if he left there, Dominica or Great Britain, wherever. I don't know if he left there with the knowledge of... No, that's not... That doesn't make any sense. Because I was going to say, I I don't think he left there with any cultural background. I mean, he was there for like 10 plus years. So obviously he knows his way. But when you've been living in a country for almost the same amount of years, you know, that that identity kind of withers away, you know, it kind of washes away. So it's like you're 
sending him back to a country that he kind of knows. You know what I'm saying? And he's being deported. What happens to his children? I'm sure they have baby mamas. But I mean, in terms of him having a relationship with his children, you know? Um, And yeah, why did it take people so long to figure this out? A little bit of rumors going around um again i don't follow 21 savage like that not here for his music per se he has a couple of bops that i know of but not here for him completely no offense but apparently as of recently he's been talking about speaking up about you know injustices and stuff like that and you know people don't like that you know, as soon as you'd be vocal, become vocal, excuse me, of injustices or segregations or anything here in United States, I don't know how they operate in other countries, but here in the United States, when you speak up and you have a voice and suddenly things happen to you, like suddenly, you know, the tax people are looking at your finances and they're like, oh, you haven't paid taxes and blah, blah, blah. So it's one of those things where you are under a magnifying glass every time you want to be that person who speaks out about an issue or concern it's kind of controversial you know it's 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 a little sketch anytime we want to do something and by we i mean either marginalized people or people who are actually on a, I guess people who are considered people of color anytime they want to you know speak up about something all of a sudden the government's like hey you have you've done this that and a third in third grade you stole the pencil from Lizzie sharpshooter it's the worst fake name that I've ever made up but they tend to dig around in the crates of your past and bring that to light and all of a sudden you're back to being a bad guy or you're just labeled a bad guy so i thought i would just pop that in here because it's just a weird thing to me that this guy was just kind of living his life like it's golden but without a passport that was valid but especially in these times where apparently having proper papers is super important thanks to the current, you know, uh, president cabinet and stuff like that. But it's just kind of weird that that just kind of flew over a lot of people's heads. I don't know. But then again, you know, it's funny how that all works out. Uh, secondly, there was an issue, obviously, you all know about the Jesse Smollett uh, issue where he was in Chicago. It was very early in the morning he was attacked and it was racially here's the thing they call it racially and a homophobic um well they call it a racially charged assault which i don't even know what that means racially charged is it does it what does that mean was it plugged into an anchor portable charger and it's just kind of one of those things that doesn't have full power but it could have been a racial attack or a racist attack it was like let's stop sugarcoating it let's stop putting glaze on it 
let's stop baby back so let's stop putting barbecue sauce on the whole situation it was a racist and homophobic attack we don't need any type of sugar to make the medicine go down you know what i'm saying especially in 2019 we don't need that shit we know it was an issue with whomever these assailants were and just see because he was gay or is gay i'm not speaking in past tense because he's still here thank god because they could have seriously injured him to the point of a fatality uh so let's just call a spade a spade it was a racist and homophobic attack on a black gay man boom so what's kind of disheartening is a lot of people are saying well, you know, this story doesn't add up because what was he doing at two o'clock in the morning? Like you're black or white or whatever ass has never been out in the street at two o'clock in the morning. If you live in a fairly metropolitan city, I live in New York. I'm sure you all, or not all of you, but I'm sure a few of you live in a state or a city that doesn't close down at 10 p.m. I know there are a lot that do, but there are a lot that are still open they have bars they have restaurants they have you know performances concerts whatever there's still stuff happening after midnight now it's the choice of you to be out there in the street after that time because you know as the old saying goes nothing good happens after midnight the only thing that's open after midnight are legs and bodegas but again living in new york city there's literally things happening 24 hours a day seven days a week so in the city of chicago one would assume that there are bars there are restaurants there there's stuff popping there so him being out at that particular time of night is a non-motherfucking factor in my personal opinion then there are people who are saying oh there are conflicting reports about him having allegedly he had a noose that was put on his hat up on his hat excuse me on his neck um some people were saying he didn't have it some people were saying he didn't he allegedly cleared that up it's not alleged he actually did clear it up he had it on his neck then he took it off when he um when the police arrived at his house uh what else is there as people people are saying that they were wearing MAGA hats. There was no MAGA hats being worn, as some people can see in the surveillance camera or the surveillance footage. But you can't really see anything. You see two people. You can identify the fact that they're two separate people, but you can't see, you can't make anything out. It's not very detailed. It's just two very dark figures walking down the street that are per- uh, persons of interest. They're not necessarily the assailants but chances are those are the assailants so there were reports of these people that had those hats on no they did not have those hats on but they made it known vocally that they were supporters of MAGA they also in the surveillance film people were saying well if they had a noose or if they had x y and z I don't see a bag on them. I don't see, you know, I don't see, you know, you don't see anything because the video is very dark and unclear. So you can't see anything. If they did have a bag, 
I it wouldn't be visible to the naked eye. And a noose, not necessarily something that has to be put in a bag. Most coats, especially if you're in Chicago, it's butt fuck, butt fuck cold out there. Most coats have inside pockets, or you can literally just put anything in your inside jacket part and just call it a day. It's not a huge deal there. And a lot of people were saying a lot of things about him being in a club earlier that night, apparently trying to hook up with someone and it went wrong or it went south and that's who actually beat him up. I don't know. But here's the thing. No matter what the situation is, whatever the real story is, because there's always three sides to a story. There's side A, the person who was assaulted, side B, the person who was the person who assaulted said person, and the actual truth. And it's not saying that those people are not telling the truth. It's just how they actually see it. Because witness statements, if you watched any cop show in the last bajillion years, you know, or if you've ever been in a situation similar, if you saw a crime and there are like five of you who were bystanders or witnesses of a crime, there's going to be five different stories. But those stories are going to be truthful in the sense that's what you saw. You saw that in your head. That's what you believe you saw. And that's what you're giving to the police as a witness statement. So it's not like you're lying. It's just literally what you believe you saw. And that's what probably what is happening here. I'm not saying anyone who was standing around, which I'm pretty sure no one was standing around two o'clock in the morning on a Chicago street in the winter, besides Jesse, if he was standing around or if he was just going from point A to point B, whatever the case may be, it doesn't matter because no one deserves to be beaten, attacked, or anything. No matter what they were doing on the street at two in the morning. This is does this doesn't warrant him getting an ass whooping. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if it ultimately doesn't end up being a racist, homophobic, abusive type situation or an attack of the racist or homophobic um genre it doesn't matter because at the end of the day he ended up in the hospital for cuts and bruises and he did not get any of his ribs broken he made that clear they were bruised but he ended up in the hospital after being attacked and as far as i believe it was unprovoked even if he said something slick out his mouth keep your hands to yourself it does not warrant beating up someone and that's just the bottom line whether his truth or his story is true which I believe it because I don't have any impression to not believe it there hasn't been anything that made me raise my eyebrow and say hmm what's I me being the general type of person who questions everything there have been those moments where I'm like hmm well maybe that doesn't make any sense and I have to talk to myself and be like listen this is probably true take it for what it is 
unless you are presented with hardcore facts and evidence that it's not what he says it is. So I'm going to treat it at face value. I'm going to believe his story because there hasn't been anything hardcore that will make me believe otherwise. And that's how you all should think of it. If you want to think of it that way, think of it in a sense that someone was assaulted on a street unprovoked and justice needs to be served. Boom. Point blank. Period. City girl's voice. Um, And that's it. So luckily he made a statement. He's actually out of the hospital. He performed, which to me was what I would not perform after such a heinous attack. But you know, that's what people want. They want to silence you. They want you to not feel like yourself. They want you to be a shell of a person. They want to take that little bit of let a little bit of you out of you. And if you were to just sit around and mope around his apartment all day, he would probably just go into some type of depression. He'd probably have that attack going on in his head over and over, replaying over and over again. And he apparently fought back. And yeah, I honestly believe that when things of this nature happen, sitting around, I mean, you have your quote unquote mourning period, your period of just trying to recollect yourself after a situation of this nature. But what that attacker, what that abuser, whatever the situation is, wants is to stop you. They want that control over you. And that's not something that you should do. You should actually continue to live your life as if, I don't want to say as if nothing happened, because obviously something happened that was horrendous, but you should continue to be your best person. You shouldn't let that attack or situation take that part from you or take any part of you. Because that's what the attacker wants. That's why people, I don't think that's why all people attack. But I think that's why most assailants, rapists, sexual assaulters do what they do. It's a form of power. They want to take something from you and make you or render you powerless. And you can't, you can't be that. You can't do that. You can't let them take your voice. So yeah, he's apparently back to performing. He is appreciative of all the love that people have showed him and he doesn't seem like he's backing down whatsoever so blessings to Jesse Smollett hopefully which apparently he already has a speedy recovery but obviously he's not speedy speedy he just got a clearance from his doctors that he could perform but it's a long road ahead of him hopefully this doesn't silence him if anything this probably put a battery in his back to even do more progressive things in terms of race relations and injustices. So shout out to Jesse. Feel better, get better, and continue to march on. Um, so one last thing I want to talk about that really hit me upside the head, like a cast iron, <laughs> like a cast iron pot. Um, so I don't know if a lot of you are familiar with this young lady, B. Smith. So B. Smith, like came out in the 90s I feel because I watched a lot of her programming on television she was a restaurateur she was an author she was a model in her younger years when she first started out 
in the entertainment industry or the media industry, I should say. She started out modeling, then she kind of built this lifestyle guru life with her cooking shows and just decorating ideas and stuff like that, party planning. A lot of people coined her the, quote, Black Martha Stewart. I don't like saying that because it's, I just don't like when people say that calling someone black this or the white this they're just who they are you know there's enough room for people in this field let them create their own identity and stop comparing them to someone else just to make yourself feel comfortable and make yourself make it easier for yourself to actually identify them you know she's not the black martha stewart she's the b smith let's get it clearer so getting to the point, B. Smith was a lifestyle guru, restaurateur. She actually had three restaurants, D.C., Sac Harbor, and I believe here in Manhattan. Um, she also wrote a book. She was doing a lot of things. And unfortunately, in 2013, it was found out by her doctors that she had early onset Alzheimer's. And she's married to some guy, currently still married, actually to um dan gatsby he's apparently a business doing person i i really don't know what he does i believe he was in restaurant touring at some point uh they got married shortly after one of her or her last relationship ended in divorce they got married a year later and from then on they've been rocking with each other again she was diagnosed with alzheimer's in 2013 and they wrote a book shortly after the diagnosis while B. Smith was still coherent and able to formulate thoughts and stuff like that. Here's where it gets raggedy. So B. Smith is kind of, it's 2019 now, obviously. And B. Smith, her Alzheimer's has obviously elevated to a point of her being coherent, but she's not making out sentences that make sense she's there physically she's also there mentally but it's still really jumbled up they her and dan gatsby and i believe his daughter from a previous relationship live in a lovely home in sag harbor so dan gatsby decides to post on facebook i don't know how long ago a picture of himself and a woman. Woman happens to be a white woman. Cool. All right. Whatever. They're sitting a little close. I'm like, okay. And he quotes a line from 50 Cent's song. Which song? I don't know. I don't even remember the quote verbatim because I was already in my feelings about it. He was basically introducing the woman in the picture as his girlfriend. And I think he used the hashtag. Hold on one second why lie and I'm like okay so it came out that Dan and this lady what is her name give me a minute um Alex Lerner is her her name um that they're dating and people are like wait a second hold the phone hold my mule grab my purse aren't you still married to to B. Smith and so he's 
here's where people are kind of getting upset because he's gallivanting this relationship all in and around social media on social media out in a boot you know in his everyday life and people are like what are you doing like what are you doing what are you doing so he gets offensive he posts some long ass rant on not instagram what's the other one facebook about how he's just why should he lie about his this love of my life uh blah 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 he's talking about alex obviously and he's the caregiver the primary caregiver of b smith as his daughter also takes care of her on occasion i believe her his daughter is 32 so they i guess alternate in taking care of b smith because someone with alzheimer's needs 24 hour care there's a lot of things going on here when b smith initially was diagnosed and the disease was kind of progressively getting worse but it was still in the early stages she took a bus or tried to take a bus from manhattan to sac harbor which is like a two maybe three hour trip i don't know but she apparently got lost and confused as what happens with people with alzheimer's and there was a report she got freaked out he got freaked out because he didn't know where she was and this was again this probably happened 2014 2015 he's freaking out they apparently find her in a restaurant not too far from where they were staying in manhattan and he's like oh i'm just so glad that she was found safe first of all who in their right left or whatever side of their mind would let someone with alzheimer's whether it be early stages middle stages end stages go fend for them, themselves to get on the bus and take a three-hour trip why didn't you just go into the city get her accompany her back to your home in sac harbor you know what i'm saying that's just i'm just not here for it and there have been other not other reports of that but just essentially things that kind of don't mesh up there was a video of the daughter of his daughter being a little bit rough with b smith there was another picture that he posted on his not instagram facebook of b smith obviously didn't see anything but her in the shower where she dozed off there was just a lot of things going on there and not to even mention that his girlfriend this alex learner chick has moved in so not only are you gallivanting your woman your girlfriend and i put that loosely because you're still married bro on social media but you have her in the home that you shared with your wife that your wife probably bought because you probably didn't have a job at the time you were just kind of helping her build her empire which is admirable but that doesn't bring in any money that doesn't bring money in from your side this was her dream and her her passion and you were just kind of helping with the building blocks so now you're living off her money you have your girlfriend living off her money you have the daughter living off her money and you are wanting pats on the back for taking care of her which is what you're supposed to do did you read your vows before you got married or did you just kind of read them just to read them because you had to read something when you were on the altar like 
the sickness and health thing can that just kind of whooshed over your head and a lot of people which annoyed me were saying well and he said himself well I don't think my life should stop because her life stopped or something along those lines it wasn't a verbatim what I'm saying right now but he said something similar to that and it's just like there are so many people out there who are married who sadly have a spouse who uh, who has a condition whether it be terminally ill or something along those lines and they take care of them and they still love them and they are not here with other people dating them they are committed to their vows it's just a couple of things that really shook me to the core first and foremost this happened really rather quick the relationship between Dan and Alex which leads me to believe just a teeny bit that when B. Smith was coherent they were probably either seeing each other or in the very beginning stages of their relationship that's my thought that's me thinking maybe a little too much but that's what I presume secondly if B. Smith had a disease that made her coherent or didn't allow her to have a mental be mentally off for example if she had cancer or she had you know something that was terminal but still she was in her right mind would you be doing this would you have your girlfriend living in the house that you and her built and would you discuss with her hey I have a girlfriend now um yeah my life shouldn't stop just because yours is probably gonna end would that even be an issue or are you taking advantage of the fact that she is not mentally coherent and probably thinks this woman is one of her caretakers like I don't know if you had a discussion prior to her deterioration mentally you know some people probably are saying yo maybe they had a discussion before maybe she approves of it but she can't really say anything about it now because again not coherent but I don't believe that shit I don't believe B. Smith whom if you see pictures and videos of them in the past she was so in love with this man and he was kind of just there body language never lies but I strongly believe she would not be here for this at all at all nada nope 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 I don't think she would be here for any of that that's just what that's just what my thought and allegedly this Alex Lerner chick it's not alleged it's actually record it's on record she was dating another restaurateur prior to Dan or maybe they actually overlapped at one point because the restaurateur she was dating also a black man wink wink nudge nudge he got in a situation with someone at the restaurant he punched him apparently hard enough to render the man brain damaged and she had to go to court to testify and apparently lied just a little bit about her testimonial and I don't know what happened to that relationship maybe she just kind of faded into the darkness kind of like that gif where Homer fades into the bushes but apparently she met Dan through the same channels and yeah the rest is history so 
homegirl has a history of dealing with powerful or semi-powerful black men kind of using them for or to their advantage just to you know live leisurely apparently so it's just a lot to take in because as a single woman who likes the idea of marriage likes the idea of staying with someone for forever or for a really extended long period of time I don't want to find myself in a situation where I become terminally terminally ill and my spouse is not there 100%. You know, they are doing a taking care like what a home health aide or I guess a nurse would do, but they're pretty much just phoning it in because they feel like they are obligated to do it, but they're not doing it out of love. And they're also being selfish in a sense that your needs which I'm assuming are emotional and sexual needs have not been met and you feel the need to bring someone else into a relationship just because you are saying that your life is ending because mine's is and you don't feel like that's fair really I mean the sanctity of marriage is really shaky. It's like a jello mold right now. It's very jiggly. A lot of people are redefining it. I'm slightly more traditional when it comes to that. But the thing is, if your spouse is terminally ill, if you want to go this route, that's not that's not cool. In my personal opinion, that is definitely not cool. And here's the thing. Here's my theory. He, I know no one takes better care of you than usually family. That's usually not the case. But if chose, if you had to choose between a family member or like a live-in nurse or something like that, most people would choose family just because they feel a little bit more comfortable with them. However, this guy thinks hey you know I'm taking care of her I didn't have to take care of her so you know I I still love her and I'm taking care of her so you know that's something he didn't say those exact words but that's the persona I'm getting um that you don't get Scooby snacks for being a good and decent human being and husband like what do you want you are over here gallivanting a relationship with old girl who is a restaurateur hopper an opportunist in my personal opinion and in my you know in my vision and you you want me to you want people to feel like you are the husband of the year the husband of the year would go outside his marriage no matter if his wife is coherent or not to satisfy his own needs like you could have hired and interviewed and did extensive research on nurses, home health aides, etc, etc, who specialize in patients with Alzheimer's. But you wanted to cut corners and do it yourself because you're probably pocketing the money that you would have spent on a nurse or whomever. And you probably don't want someone in your house seeing what really is going on because there's probably some underlying bullshit that's going on there. There's probably a slight mistreatment of B. There's probably 
a lot of nefarious type shit happening. And having an outside source would probably end up on the news. Because they would probably be upset. They would probably think a lot of the things that you're doing is trifling. And then they would probably do one of those reports where the person is blacked out so you can't see them. Like a one of those reports where they don't want to be identified. That's what would probably happen. But a lot of us are on the outside looking in. So we don't know what's happening completely. But that's probably what he wants. That's probably what he decided on because hey if there was an outside source in the home his whole house of cards will come tumbling down honestly that's just my personal opinion but I just wanted to talk about that because marriage in itself to me it's just better or worse and I personally am just gonna one and done it if I do get married I don't really feel like doing the whole rigmarole of getting married again if it doesn't work out I'm just gonna be like JLo and just like grab someone slightly younger than me and just live out the rest of my days you know I'm not gonna do the whole marriage thing twice but it's kind of disheartening that this whole thing especially with B. Smith who has created such a legacy that it just is just muddied by this ridiculousness by this husband of hers who's just making it seem so dirty and disgusting and he's just kind of self-absorbed and selfish it's just like her legacy let me not say that her legacy still stands true and still amazing she's made such great strides as an african-american woman but now people who are not familiar with her too much like i'm familiar with her is going to see this controversy and be like oh my god that's what she's going to be reminded this is what people are going to be reminded of when they think of b smith because now it's uh, it's just it's just a sad situation all around hopefully light will shine on this on this issue hopefully some people like family members i don't know if she has cousins aunts whatever come out of the work work and say look this ain't cute i'm taking b and we're taking care of her and then he he gets the justice he deserves because karma i don't know guys they say it's a best it's a dish best served cold but it's probably one of those things where it's best served hot because heat burns and karma she tends to burn she tends to hurt you know what i'm saying but you know that concludes this issue of noir and nope this podcast i just want to get those three things off my chest because they're just like mind-boggling to me um i hope you guys are enjoying your sunday whether you're watching a game or not hope you hopefully you're not but you know I won't be too mad about it if you are. Doesn't jeopardize your wokeness. Just allows me to give you a side eye a little bit. But if you're enjoying the game, continue to enjoy it. If you're not, hopefully you got something cute on Netflix that you're watching in replacement. And until next time, next Sunday, guys, take care. Bye.